Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our podcast podcast with me, Wild 2.0. And you've got Brandon. Welcome back, everyone. Fantastic. Yes. Um, Brandon's finally back from uh, Nigeria. We hope you've enjoyed the recent episodes we've had, especially the one in Nigeria, which I've um, specifically enjoyed myself, to be honest. Um, how was Nigeria, Brandon? Good. Warm. Um, compared to Storm Dennis and whatever the other one name was. <laughs> Storm Dennis. Sierra. See, when I heard Sierra, I thought it was a lady that, dance, that dances. Sweet, 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 sweet. That's good, man. So yeah, in today's podcast, since it's 2020 and it's, uh, it's a new decade, myself and Brandon are going to provide you with uh, 20 things or advice, whatever you want to call it, that has helped us in the previous decade and hopefully will help you in this um, new decade, basically. So... Um, Brandon, would you like to start? Yeah. Okay. So my first one, I'm tired of hearing dreams and visions. Mm -hmm. So I think this is the year that we, that people have to start practically working on them. So my first tip is actual practically working on your dreams and vision. So not just writing them down on your journals anymore or putting them on a vision board, but this is the year you should, if you want to build a website, by domain name that's one practical work if you you know if you want to learn the piano maybe at least learn one or two lessons on youtube so actually do something about those dreams and visions that you have than just it being written down or in your head so that's my first fantastic so basically do the work i really like that just to, before i say my first one i would just like to say that half of mine are based on life and the other five are based on um, technology basically tech or programming so my my first one would be you've probably heard me say in the past podcast is to seek success from within first you know or in other words seek success internally first many of us are focused on saying we want to change the world but we haven't changed ourselves first so it's very important for you to seek success from within first and ask yourself what does success mean to you you know um, only you know what it looks like basically and this can apply to anything from happiness to joy to peace. Just ensure that you seek it internally first. And an example I would like to give as to how I practice it on my day-to-day -day life is that I have a journal. And in this journal, I ask myself a series of questions every day to ensure that I'm still in the right mindset of what success means to me and how, you know, my life is currently going. Yeah, I think, I think that's a great one, to be honest. So what's your number okay. two? My number two... And a lot of a lot of this has come from things I'm learning. Um, the second one is let the dust settle. Um, let the dust settle. And what I mean by this is a lot of times there's like situations going on and we are all very quick to react. Um, it can be at work. It can be, you know, if you're feeling maybe overwhelmed by something. Um, mm -hmm. It can be a situation of maybe chaos or arguments with friends just let the dust settle so let everything calm down before you rush back in and trying to solve everything because if a place is is dusty or windy for example you can't see everything that's going on until everything nice. calms down so sometimes just wait take a breather let everything calm down and then reassess and go back in and that's something that's really helped me in not just gone whole trying to fix everything when everything is still like up in the air and heated in the moment. Fantastic. Again, repeat that again, just so for people to hear what you said. Let the dust sit in, did you say? 
Yeah, so let the dust settle. Settle. Fantastic. Yeah. So again, as you can see, these tips are very personal to us. So don't be surprised if it's different or the same. My number two is never stop creating. This is something that I live by every single day. You know, I feel like creation is one of the greatest gifts that God has given us. So it's very important for us to create, basically. And who cares if people don't mess with, with the stuff you're creating? You know, don't give a toss about that. What's important is that you're creating. And this applies to anyone in any field, whether you're a programmer, whether you're a, a fashion designer or an artist or, or musician, just never stop creating. You know, this is a, a life cycle that I like to, to go through when I'm creating is create, release, refine, repeat, repeat, repeat. So again, never stop creating. No, I like that. I think I'm going to like a lot, a lot of the ones you say, so I don't really think it's going to be a case of like, I disagree with anything. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Okay, but speaking about never stop creating, I think I'll skip to my fourth one and push that up. Is um, put in the effort. Ooh. So what what I've learned in life is that your level of dream or success requires a certain amount of work. Some of us think, oh, I, I worked for like one month straight and I didn't get any success. But you're trying to build a business as a million that's going to generate a million uh, pounds profit. It's not going to be a one month, mm. you know, thing. If you wanted to learn the foundation on how to play the drums, yeah, a one month effort would probably do it. So actually, what would it look like if you were to put in that effort? And that effort also goes into being consistent in everyday creating. If you're, you know, if you're a creative or reading about your craft, if, you know, maybe you're in law or you're in medicine or, you know, you're trying to learn something new so that, that what would it look like? And that was, is very personal to me. It's like, um, so I'm a dancer mm. and a lot of people would, for a while I've been saying, oh, well done. You did really good anytime I perform. But in my head, I'm like, yeah. half of that was freestyle because I didn't mm. take out time to properly choreograph and rehearse. So what would it look like if I'd actually like taken, let's say three weeks to rehearse one piece, like three times a week or something, like two hours? you know, it would have been a lot better. So put in that genuine effort. Man, I love that one, man. Put in the effort. Definitely. That's a sick one. Um, so my number three, this one is very crucial to me. I think is one of the most important to me, to be honest. And it's never stop experimenting. And essentially it's don't be afraid. What I'm saying is don't be afraid to try new things. Like I practice this every day in my life that sometimes I'm looking into things I have no business looking into. I'm, I'm very curious. I am, for example, I'm, I, I try to listen to music that I, I, I tend, I don't listen to usually. I tend to watch, you know, things that I don't usually watch. I tend to try new things that, you know, I'm not used to trying out basically just, you know, in order to experiment. And so, for example, an example of how we do this in Quadrum. So if you look at Quadrum, for example, we, we experiment a lot. So, for example, when we started Quadrum, we started as a software development company. That's what we called ourselves. And then every year we always experimented and changed our name and always, you know, tried to figure out who we are. And then I realized that, man, we're creative individuals. Software development company sounds corporate, sounds boring. It doesn't define or show our creative side. So you'd find that now we're calling ourselves the web and app development agency because we're constantly experimenting on who we are as a company or as, a, as an agency or as a, as a group of people who, who produce great products, you know? So one of my favorite quotes that I think I came up with, if you guys have heard it before then, it wasn't me, but 
I think I came up with this quote because I said it randomly to a friend about never stop experimenting is if you fail to experiment, you will never grow. And I'll say it again. If you fail to experiment, you will never grow. So yeah, keep a lookout on what Quadrum is going to be experimenting on in the future. We have a, a few great things coming up that we're, we're, we want to try. So uh, yeah, keep a lookout. And yeah, that, that, that part is true. Because if you, don't, if you don't try something new or play around with something, you remain stagnant if you're doing the same thing over and over again. Exactly. So, okay, yeah. so number four. Mm-hmm. Now, number four isn't mine, but it's one of the yeah. best advice, like one of, if there's someone I look up to the most, like there's two people in terms of like career and entrepreneurship I look up to, and it's Wild 2.0 and Yemi. And you know, wow. I probably mentioned her name. And I stole this from Yemi. She said, don't rush your growth. A lot of times people want to make it in six months, in a year. Um, I think on our last podcast, it said a lot of people don't, be, they'll go from wanting to be entrepreneurs to funding entrepreneurs where they just get the funding and they're like, ah, and everybody just wants to hit that, that mark so quick mm-hmm. and not going through the journey. So not going through the experiment, not doing the work, not um, learning or creating something every day. But don't rush it. Don't try to do it all at once, you know. Mm. Take your time with it. Learn, you know, experiment. Create every day. But if you're looking for that instant success, it can come, but it will not last. Or it might never come. So don't rush it. Just take your time. There is time. Mm. There is actually time. Like, if people genuinely use it 24 hours a day, there is time. Yeah, those are facts right there. Definitely. You know, um, one of my favorite quotes I, I heard recently that's similar to what you just said is um, an overnight success is 10 years. <laughs> and I was what? like, damn. <laughs> yeah, basically an overnight success is 10 years. Because you know how mm. people say, oh man, they're an overnight success, not knowing that these people spent 10 years and 10 years plus working on this stuff. Yeah. You know? So uh, yeah, even, that's a, that's a, even speaking of which, there's a guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, called D Smoke. I think I've, it rings a bell, yeah. Yeah, he won this um, Rhythm and Flow um, rap show on Netflix. Mm. And then it was like, oh, he's blowing up. And he's like, actually, I've been writing songs for people who've won Grammys mm. for the last 10 years. It's just now you're seeing my face. Wow. So, yeah, if you think this is a one-show success thing, it's like, I have a team. Mm. I a keyboard, guitar, write, I speak Spanish. I've won mm. Grammys. I've been Grammy-nominated, like... So this is not a one-time like overnight thing. So exactly. I totally agree, man. Okay, so my number four, again, this is another key one that I, I, I practice every day and I tell a lot of my friends, if you know me and you're close to me, which is don't box me in. Don't let people box you in. You know, um, I remember a great example I'll give to you is uh, one of my um, other friends, he's an entrepreneur. He uh, designs glasses and basically sells them. And I was having a conversation with him once and he was telling me about all these designers he's inspired by. And he was so shocked to find out that me being a tech guy knows about these designers. And I was just thinking, why is he so shocked? Like, you know, I feel like a, a normal human being should be curious and, and, and you know, to, to look into other things apart from their field. So don't let people box you in. I never let people box me in. You know, like I told you in the previous one of experimentation, mm. I'm always looking into things I have no business looking into. I'm watching documentaries and art in architecture, in in design. Do you know what the key strengths about this is? It's that 
all these different influences of mine always allows me to look at tech differently. So when I'm building a website, when I'm building an app, when I'm building a tech product, right, I'm using those influences from those areas to inspire me. So in other words, I'm looking at tech from a different perspective than everyone else. And I think like these are the people in life who are the most valuables, uh, valuable and who are the most dangerous in the sense whereby they're always able to provide you with a different outlook because they're not just looking at things from one spectrum or from one point of view, basically. So I'm not saying don't specialize in your field. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, don't be afraid to look at people outside of your field. So remember that. Don't let anyone box you in. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. No, that makes sense. I started watching this YouTube channel. It's a China, or I don't know if it's China, forgive me, it's maybe China or Japan, but it's an Asian YouTube channel. And yeah. I just do the subtitle. But they mm. do it, they talk about like interior designs and how people build houses. And it's like, my, my, my sister's like, why are you watching this? Because <laughs> it's, well, I'm learning like these people create it differently than, mm. than we do. And I was showing my dad, and my dad was like, oh, my days, we need to try that. Mm. Or like, mm. whoever doing this, we should. You know, so, yeah. I'm so happy you said that because recently I've been into Japanese um, craftsmanship. I've been linking into a, um, a great, uh, what do you call it, industrial designer in Japan known as, uh, what's his name again? Naito Fukusawa. I think I'm saying his name correctly. But yeah, recently I've just been into Japanese uh, craftsmanship. So yes, uh, I'm happy you said that. So what's your number five then? Okay, my number five, a bit more lighthearted, um, travel. Just... Mm. I never used to be into traveling until like after graduation and my friends were like, we're not going to be those people who just go to work and pay bills. And we traveled to like Ireland was the first one. And that was like 40 something pounds mm. for a flight to and fro. And even if it's within the country, leave your, your, you know, your city. Like I, I'm sure I can count in 10 fingers the amount of city I've been in. Mm. And I'm sure there's more cities in the UK. I've never been to Oxford. And I used to live close I've, to Bristol. I've never been to Bristol. You know, so like, I've never been to Portsmouth. And they have a beach. Mm. You know, so even if it's within the country, like, just travel. And it goes back to what you said about not being in a box. Like, go see something new. Go, mm. you know, if you've read about a place or you've seen a place on TV, you know, uh, be trivial, but... Some people watch Jody Shaw. I watched it a bit. Was it Jody Shaw? You know, well, I've never been to Newcastle. Maybe that was not the best de depiction of what people from Newcastle are like. Yeah, yeah. So why not, although Newcastle is far, but do not let mm. the stop you guys. Travel just mm. anywhere, even within the the UK or wherever you're, the country you live. So. No, I, I love that because... um. Growing up, I faced, uh, me and my friends faced similar things, to be honest. And that's why I always say to people, you know, there's a bigger life out there, outside your ends, outside your area, outside where you're from. And the reason why I say this is growing up, I and my friends, we never, you know, <laughs> we never left our area, basically. And, um, you know, for a few things and other things, it's just weird that, you know, when we're growing up now, we're just like, man, like, it's crazy. Like you said, we've never been to like Oxford or like Cambridge or 
to check out other cities of the NAS. And I think I, I started to become more, um, you know, open to this to this viewpoint when I remember when I did my internship at Dow Jones, which was in West London, and I'm from a different part of London. And I was just like, whoa, like this is totally, like completely different to my area. <laughs> Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it definitely, man, like travel and basically explore. I definitely agree with that. Definitely, man. I like that. So my number five, which is, you know, the halfway point for me, is um, have a set of values that you stick by, that when you're challenged by them, you know, you would have integrity and not go against it. So, for example, one of my values that I believe I try my best to practice is honesty. I try to be as honest as possible. And even within Quadrum as a business, we try to be as open and honest with our clients as possible in terms of letting them know what we can do and can't do. And in terms of, you know, just saying no to projects that we don't want to work on, you know. So have a set of values that you stick by. It really helps. It helps on your day to day lives and it, it helps you, you know, become a better person, to be honest. And where it's greatly helped to me is, you know, making uh, friendships that last, you know, future relationships. So, for example, I can tell a person I'm going to be friends with just based on their values. You know, and the reason why I say this is that there's just certain people that I know I cannot be friends with, you know, people that are rude people that, you know, okay. treat others in, in, in a bad way. And that's just because I know a set of values that, you know, um, what do you call it, that I have in which, you know, that I want to see in other people. But also you'd be surprised to find most of my friends around me share similar values as me. However, not all of our values are compatible, which is fine. But just have a set of values whereby you will never go against when, you know, you're tested by them, basically. And honesty is one of my key values. I didn't actually write values and morals down, but that is something that is, yeah. If you don't have those, you can be swayed by anyone, exactly. you know, to do anything. So, yeah, it's, it's very important that people have have their values. And you know what you said in the beginning about the questions you ask yourself? Mm. You know, those are things you can use as well to identify what your values and morals are. Ask very yourself true. certain questions and then you would see where, you know, exactly where your values align. So, mm. you know, yeah, I definitely, yeah, it's not, that wasn't on my list, but... I would easily put that on on, on yeah. the list. So now we are at the halfway point and we're going to take a break. Listen to one of my favorite quotes. The thing I would say is when you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is and your, your life is just to live your life inside the world. Try not to bash into the walls too much. Uh, uh, try to have a nice family life. Uh, have fun. Save a little money. Um, but life, that's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can, you can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, is to shake off this, uh, th this uh, erroneous notion that life is, is there and you're just going to live in it, versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Okay, so Brandon... What's your what's your number six? Okay, number six, which is something, I mean, by now everyone should be doing because financial literacy has been growing over the last couple of years. It's something that's become, you know, popular. Is mm. invest, mm. and it might not be if you're young, 
I will, it's probably not like go investing in bonds or, you know, as is it ISA and others are involved. Yeah. Even if it's saving 10 pounds a week, depending on your income or, you know, and generally mm-hmm. try and do it without actually touching it and let it become your rainy day money. Like the joy of having something you can go to when everything goes wrong. I cannot stress that enough. Like being able to know that when worst come to worst, there's maybe like 200 pounds to hold me for, you know, a month. So guys, it's very important that you, you, you know, saving is one personal saving. It doesn't have to be in the bank, mm. but another thing you could do is um, you get this, the Monzo app. Yeah. Uh, and I know other apps do this. And I think some banks do it as well is if you pay for something that's like one pound 50, you'll put the 50 P in a different pot and you can just keep that aside. Like. I try not to, I do it with my Monzo app, but I, and I try not to look at it. But once in a while, I glance at it and I'm like, oh my days. And sometimes I'm even conscious. I want to buy things of like £1.19p just so I can put more into mm. into the into the pot. And if you're, yeah. for example, in Nigeria, Africa, there's like agro um, investments um, and apps mm. that you can, you know, you can invest in farmers for farmers and you get a certain oh, yeah. interest back after a certain amount of time. So, yeah, just invest, find a way to save. Monzo app does it. All these um, financial apps do it as well. And yeah, just have have rainy day money. It it comes in very handy. Yeah, that's um, that's a great shout. To be honest, um, unfortunately, we could only give ten. If I could expand my list, I'll have definitely mentioned something about finance and savings that and investments. That's definitely a key one and something that I'm very um, I'm taking very seriously this year. I like that one. My number six one. So like I said, now that we're past the halfway point, everything from that I'm going to say from now are going to be tech-based. However, these tips I'm providing can be applied to any field, whether you're a programmer or you're you know, an architect or an artist, you could apply any of these things. So number six, the best way in terms of, this is for learning a program language, right? So the best way to learn a new programming language is to build something. And I'm sure you've probably heard me say this in the past podcast. I have. A lot of these I've said in the past podcasts, so have a listen, but build something because it reinforces what you're learning. However, make sure that whatever you're building motivates you. So for example, if I've just finished learning the basics of JavaScript and I'm very interested in books, I would challenge myself to create a a web application that allows me to add all the books I'm currently reading and also rate them and also share these books with my friends and so that they can rate the books they're reading, you know, so the best way to learn a new programming language is to build something that interests you. That doesn't sound like a bad um, app idea. Yeah. My, my, I might expand mm. on it tonight and see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, it's one thing to learn theory, but it's another thing to try and do it and you learn best that way. So Exactly. So well, I'm still on um, personal stuff. So my seventh one Sweet. is learn, I was going to say learn something new, Mm-hmm. But I wrote it as either learn an instrument or take on a new hobby. Okay. So recently I went rock climbing and wow. it's something I did as a kid in Belgium mm. and I hadn't done it in a long time. So me and my friends went rock climbing and it was amazing. Although I would say my body hurts afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, it was a, it was a fresh of breath. It's not something I've done uh, yeah. ever, almost never, you know, yeah. so pick up a new hobby that and and commit to it. Don't just like do it once and, you know, let it drop I, or, or learn an instrument. And the reason I say learn an instrument is because it it's like a brain exercise. Mm. 
because with, with instruments, it there's a lot of uh, coordinations involved yeah. and your brain is having to learn to walk in a new way. So if you're playing the guitars, guitars, if you're playing the guitar, mm. one hand is doing something else, the other hand is doing something else. You have to remember all your chords. If you're playing keyboards, you know, learning how to count or just learning the C, D, E, F, like all the notes. And if you're learning drums as well, the coordination in drums, well, at the end of the day, you know how to play an instrument as well. You know? So, and it's something you can use like maybe one hour a week, two hours a week to, you know, learn something new and relax, relax from it. Absolutely, man. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So my number seven, when you're learning a new programming language, find someone else who's also learning the programming language you're learning. In other words, have an accountability partner, you know, because having an accountability partner is great because, for example, when you're stuck, you've got another person who could help you. Or, you know, when you're not motivated, you know, the other person can motivate you too. So when you're learning a new programming language, find someone else who's also learning that language and learn it together. And also, it makes it more fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And a great example I could give, when you're going to the gym with a friend, it's more motivating. You know, say, for example, one of your friend does 20, you know, pull-ups and you're like, wait, what? Nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do better than this and do 25. Do you see what I'm trying to say? You guys are always trying to you know, have yeah. a healthy competition in each other. And it just makes the whole process fun. And, you know, seeing each other progress and grow is, is a great thing. So once again, when you're, when you're learning a new language, find someone else who's also learning that language so that you can both hold each other accountable. And I find it's funny that, did you put anything to do with Jim on your list? No, I wish I did though. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah. This, I'll, I'll put this as my next tip, right? Which yeah. everyone should do anyway. Guys, hit healthy. Don't be me. Do not be me. That's my number eight tip, right? Eat healthily. Because before I went to Nigeria, went yeah. on a diet because I couldn't breathe properly. I'm trying to go up the stairs. I was, my eating habit was bad. So wow. I went on a diet. I was eating good, eating clean. My stomach was going down, felt lighter. Yeah. Nigeria, I'm still eating, but like because you're already like in that uh, mindset. Mm. I come back from Nigeria, my mood and everything is all, maybe I'll say my, how do they say, like your chakra or something is off. Let me yeah. do an extra, uh, extra thing today. And then <laughs> I go back to my old eating, eating habits and now my stomach is like, it's not even bloated, it's just, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you got the dad bod. Wow, the dad bod is coming. <laughs> oh, man. On a serious note, like, and I think we've mentioned health before, or you've mentioned mm. health before on the podcast. Mm. It's, the difference between before I went on that trip to now, I'm just like, how did I let it get back here? So that's my number eight tip. It wasn't on my mm. list, but I will make that my number eight tip. Mm. Just be healthy. Right? You don't have to go to the gym to be healthy, to be honest. But like, you know, if, if your body falls apart, you can't do all these things we're saying or pursue the dream you want to pursue. So, Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Um, and I, especially the last statement you made, whereby, you know, being healthy doesn't just involve going to the gym. And I definitely agree with that bit because, you know, one thing I've been taking seriously recently is nutrition. You know, like so bad that my family's tired of me. Like I'll pick up a packet of uh, of biscuits and I'll check how much I'll check the sugar content. And they'll just be like, come on, man. So, um, guys, yeah, nutrition. <laughs> Watu Puerto has been doing this thing from uni day. <laughs> I beg you. Oh, man. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But seriously, nutrition is something I, I take very seriously. I've been eating um, vegetables more, such as, you know, the superpower 
um, the powerful foods, whether you want to call them the super power foods. I don't know how you say it, but so foods yeah. such as kale, broccoli, yeah. um, blueberries, raspberries, you know, foods okay. that's fighting off uh, free radicals and, you know, reduces um, inflammation, basically. So, yeah, I definitely agree with the with the eighth point you mentioned. So moving on to my eighth point, which has still got to do with technology and programming. So also when you're learning a new programming language or you want to learn a new programming language, join a community and that could be online or offline. And again, we've mentioned this in, in past podcasts. So in terms of, you know, online, you could check out people such as, you know, Freed Code Camp, who are, you know, have a great community for people who are learning different languages or check out the community for the specific programming language that you're learning. So for example, if I'm learning Python, I would, you know, go online and look at and look for the, the the Python community and see what they're saying. And based on my past experience, Python does have a good online community and so does JavaScript. So just ensure you're part of a community, whether that is online or offline. And in terms of offline, you can join a meetup, you know, go to meetup.com and see what is happening. See, see, see what meetups there are for the programming language that you're learning. So, for example, in London, there's one called JavaScript London for people who are learning um, JavaScript. So yeah, just ensure that you you join a community because it's helpful as well for when you're stuck or when you just need to be part of something or when you need to see others who are also learning the language like you, basically. Yeah. My ninth one. Yeah. And finally, I'll mention something about tech that's not just life. Mm. And this is something uh, I'm doing because, but it's more for people who are probably in a career. Um, it's relearn. So going back, because you, you get to a place where you're doing a routine mm. every day. So if you work like in a nine to five, you probably have like a process at work or a system. I'm lucky that I'm not in a place where my, my environment challenges me to learn stuff and try new stuff. Mm. My old place didn't allow, you know, didn't give me enough time for that. And mm. when I got here, I had to go back and relearn. Mm. foundations or go relearn like an old programming language mm. you know, because we all started with java and then maybe you went into laravel ruby on rails python and then that java like just go back refresh relearn you know because and there's also something um that's come up across in life recently is unlearning stuff mm. because we learn a lot of stuff that were not correct as, as kids so on learning and then relearning but I also took that into my career and you know uh, tech stuff whereby you have to just go back and relearn refresh certain memories and then go back again they, they asked um, Kobe Bryant this man went to watch Kobe Bryant practice I think the yeah. guy that was writing on the 10,000 rules and he said he didn't do anything special he just repeated the basics and he asked him like first of all you know thank you for letting me come to your practice but can I just ask, you didn't do anything special. Mm. I, I never get tired of the basics. I never get tired mm. of the foundations because mm. if I don't have that, I can't do any of the other stuff. Wow. Wow. That is very profound. I, I agree with you, to be honest. And before I say anything else, I just wanted to say sleep well, Kobe Bryant, and you know, may God be with you and your family. Um, yeah, that is... Uh, very profound man and I definitely agree with that one thing I wanted to say is that with what you've said I realized I was watching a video once and the guy on on the video I was watching he said something he said that all our ideas in life are based on the three main people in our lives basically everything we believe in and all this stuff is based on our parents our teachers and um I think our managers or bosses at work and he said 
a lot of these people, <laughs> like 90% of the time, are wrong, basically. So it's very important for us to, to relearn, as you've said, and as well as question mm. everything. Questioning everything is what I, I try to do as much as possible. And that will force you to, to uh, look at things from a different angle. So yeah, I definitely second that. Yeah. Sweet. So my number nine, again, still keeping in line with tech, is keep up with the latest trends with the programming language you're learning. So for example, by reading articles, books, whatever it is that you prefer, just ensure that you're keeping up with the with the latest trends. You know, it's very important to know what's happening in technology or with the language you're using, what's the latest version, what's the new frameworks people are currently using. And I know, I know these things can get overwhelming, especially with JavaScript, when you see that they've already released a new version or you see that they've released a new version of Bootstrap. Just make sure that you take your time to to understand what the latest trends are. I, won't, I don't even like using the word trends, but look at the latest things that are being used in, in your in your area or technology or in the programming language. And also see what, you know, people in your community are talking about. What are the latest tools they're using, the latest development tools they're, they're using with their programming language, et cetera. So just ensure that you're, you keep up with the latest um, trends. And so, for example, with us being web developers, I recently read an article that HTML6 is going to be out soon. And so, yeah, that's great because it allows us to prepare for, you know, our next set of projects that we have coming up. So ensure that you uh, keep up with the latest trends. Time, time moves fast, you know. All these things exactly. are always updating. So. so, Brandon, what's your number 10 then? Okay, the 10th and the last one. I didn't want to say read a book because we all should be doing that by now. Uh, you know, you've already spoken about, like, learning new languages and how to go about that, mm. which was also on my list. But yeah. then after, because I just after you said the Kobe Bryant stuff, I just realized that we actually haven't spoken about him on the podcast after it happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and this was on my list, but I wasn't going to put it. But after you mentioned that, and it's probably something that everybody tweeted and said, is yeah. just spend time with family, mm. enjoy the process. Actually, it would be between enjoy the process and spend time with family. Mm. Actually, guys, try and enjoy what you're doing i'm i'm happy i've got into a place in terms of like career aspect where i'm actually enjoying it because it's fulfilling certain things that i wanted in terms of the learning and the growth and then but you know it, it's important that you enjoy it and you look forward to to doing what you know you want to do so learning the languages um uh, you know um just growing and you know if you if it's work you're doing but just take time to enjoy it take time to breathe you know, um, like what 2.0 said, it can get overwhelming sometimes. Just take time to breathe, enjoy the process. And, you know, if your family asks you to stay at home that day, just stay at home instead of, you know, trying to overwork. We're not saying don't work or don't do the work when it's needed. Priorities, obviously. Mm. You know, but the balance between yeah. us trying to achieve a goal and enjoying the process and, you know, spending time with family. I totally agree, man. That's that was a powerful one, man. Um, I'll be honest. I'll admit something here. In the past, because of all the stuff I've been trying to do, I rarely get to 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 spend time with my family much or, or see them much. But that's all changed for me as of like since last year, to be honest. Because I realized that, man, where's the point of doing stuff if I can't enjoy it with the people I've had with me from day one? Do you see what I'm trying to say? So it's very important. And also another thing I like to say as well is to it's very important to make your work fun or to enjoy what you do. To be honest, and one quote that hits me a lot that I always think about when I'm when I'm doing something or when I'm doing my work is he says that to the outside world they call me a genius and it looks like I'm working but in reality 
I'm just having fun. And I want my, my work and what I do in my day-to-day to get to the level of, to get to that level for people to think, oh yeah, this, that's this guy's job, that's his work. No, yeah. I've literally been having fun all this time, which is why, you know, everything I do, I ensure that I don't really take the critics or the naysayers, what they say to mind. I literally just, there's something I want to put out, I put it out and just, you know, um, have fun with it, to be honest. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. Nice. So yeah, my grand finale, my 10th one is never stop learning this is probably again one of my top three ones as well as you know don't let people box you in and never stop uh experimenting this is definitely one of them as well is never stop learning basically and that could be with you know through any medium you prefer that could be through books courses youtube video just ensure that you never stop learning and a great example i'll give is within us in quadrivum so we like to learn and we like to enforce this rule and the way in which we enforce this rule is that rule is that every year we challenge ourselves to to take up a course or to update our skills and we put a wager with each other. We make a bet that whoever doesn't learn a skill that year or doesn't complete a course that year, they must pay each member of the team five pounds. So, you know, last year, a specific member of the team, which I'm not going to name, basically had to give us, uh, had to give 20 pounds away because he didn't finish his course. So it's very important to never stop learning and to end this um 10th one here's one of my quotes that i think i came up with again and the quote is if you fail to learn you will get left behind once more if you fail to learn you will get left behind and yeah that's my 10 list of things was there anything you wanted to add brandon no we shall name no names about (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah fantastic guys um So we hope that these 10 things or tips, whatever you want to call them, we hope that they've been useful to you and we hope that they are as useful to you as they are to us. And, you know, even if you can't apply all of them, try and pick the ones that apply to your whole life. And, you know, before we end, I'll just like to say something. We're not saying these are definite rules you have to apply to your life. No, everybody's in life is different. These are just things that's helped us in our life and which we hope can help you too. So with that, We hope you enjoyed the podcast and we will see you in another episode. Peace. All right. Stay blessed, guys. I hate wasted potential. That shit crushes your spirit. It really does. It crushes you.